Hello, and welcome everyone to part three of our four-part masterclass series entitled New Earth Net Worth. So we've already covered quite a bit about this new way of looking at success, looking at way of manifesting, uh, looking at what money actually is. And we've done that through what I'm calling 5D bookkeeping. So we've talked about the assets, right? We've talked about your knowledge and your heart activation and the fire or that Sophia wisdom within. Uh, In part two, we talked about the liabilities. You know, we talked about the phantoms, the the thoughts and the attitudes and behaviors um, that we have adopted that are not actually serving us. So today we're going to elaborate further on some long-term liabilities. So on a balance sheet, when you're looking at liabilities, you usually have your short-term liabilities and then you've got your long-term liabilities. But the thing about liabilities is they're not all bad, right? They're not all phantoms. You know, we we are accruing equity and credit and we're, we're utilizing our energy to uh, really measure, right? Our vitality measures our success. It's not about how much money's in your bank account. It's not about even how many customers you have. When we are creating the new earth, we're going to be measuring our success or our net worth on how we feel, okay? So today we're gonna be talking about the higher self, um, which is also part of our long-term liabilities because remember what I talked about in part two, that we actually have to create what is called the rainbow bridge between the lower self, right? The lower self, which was basically our rational mind um, and connected with our higher self, where our intuition lives, our spiritual will, and our um, higher mind, okay? So we want to create that portal, all right? So the reason for this, and as you're going to see, is when you start to connect these two parts of ourself, the persona or the personality that makes up uh, who we are, right? From the outside, right? The physical, mental, emotional body. But our higher self is what is normally what is blocked off from the majority of soulpreneurs, from the majority of people out there measuring their success. They're measuring their success by how much they're making in the stock market or how many properties they own, how many followers they have on Instagram. And those are the wrong measurements. What we want to do is we want to activate or create that portal, that channel, so that everything that comes through you comes through you from your higher self, right? So this is the real gold, okay? It's not the yellow shiny stuff that everybody is talking about investing in the stock market. The real gold in your life, in your business, in what it is that you are offering to people is their spiritual, their spirituality, right? You're helping them to connect to the parts of them that truly matters, like our ascension. And so what I'm going to be calling this episode is how to become virtuous. If you really want to be magnetic and successful and enriched and powerful, 
then we need to work on our morality. All right. So morality is a symptom, if you will, for the connection to your higher self. Morality is in direct proportion to how free we feel. And a lot of people measure their success by how much free time they have. But instead of measuring your success by how much free time you have, I want you to measure it on your moral compass. The more moral you are in how you deliver your content, how you measure your success, how you treat others, and not just your friends and family, and not just in your local community. I'm talking about how your service affects the planet and your moral decisions or immoral decisions either become a liability like a phantom or they go on the other side of the balance sheet and are a long-term liability that's going to serve the greater good, okay? So we're talking about the higher self and the higher self is made up of the higher mind, your intuition, and your spiritual will, okay? So the spiritual will which we'll talk about in a little bit, is different than willpower, okay? Willpower is part of the lower self, okay? Now, we need both. We need the lower self and the higher self to actually come together to create the rainbow bridge, which then illuminates your Sophia light, okay? It is these three components we're going to dive into in a second. But I want you to understand, but when these two selves come together, I want you to imagine like, a 3D star, if you will, maybe a Merkaba, um, you know, and it's and uh, and it's illuminating. But inside, right in the middle of these two selves that have come together, is this bright light. That light, okay, that light that is illuminated. Remember, in the fire, we talked about this in part one. That fire which is your wisdom, okay? It's the action. Now, most people think wisdom is, you know, how smart you are, right? How much you know. Wisdom is actually um, an action. It's a masculine trait. If you want to truly be illuminated, if you want to truly be magnetic to your kismic clients, to your desires, your hopes and dreams. If you actually want to manifest your life, you have to become more magnetic, okay? Wisdom is illuminating that action, that behavior, okay? So let's go ahead and talk about the higher mind, okay? This is the, the, the triangle that makes up the higher self, the higher mind, so the higher mind is actually how your intuition communicates with you, okay? So it's this expanded awareness of what is going on. So when you are accessing your higher mind, you're able to see things in a, in a more open environment, meaning you're more open-minded, your, your, your consciousness is more expanded, okay? So when people have like tunnel vision, right? They just see things for what they are. You know, it's exactly what I see is that I can't see it with my own eyes. I don't believe it, right? That's someone who is trapped in their lower self, definitely infested with phantoms. 
But when you're able to kind of take out a ton of vision and you're like really widen the scope of field, you start to realize the infinite possibilities of anything. And so nothing becomes very, you have to do it this way, right? You have to have a sales page, you have to have a sales funnel, and you have to run Facebook ads, right? That's someone that is very much tunnel vision, like this is the way to do it. But there is an infinite ways to get to the same place. So in Sophia Cosmology, what I really teach is let's illuminate ourselves. Let's connect the lower self and the higher self and let the magnetism, the electromagnetism that comes and radiates from our field of consciousness and let that bring that which we, that which we desire right to us. So your higher mind represents this expanded awareness, being able to see things not just at face value, but to see things from a different perspective, from a new lens, from a, a new, um, from new information. Uh, being allowing, okay, literally allowing new information to come into your field. Most people are rejecting new information. They don't want to hear it. It's like that emoji with the little monkeys with the, the hands over the ears and the hands over the eyes and the hands over the mouth. It's like, don't, you know, don't see, don't talk, don't, you know, they don't want to see it. And this is because they have phantom infestation. They have blocked off the rainbow bridge. They have not connected to their higher self. So it's a very limited place of existence. All right. So we have to access the higher mind first and foremost. In order for the intuition, which is the second part of your higher self to, to communicate through you, you have first have to open the higher mind. You have to be open to the infinite possibilities of what this realm is, um, new information that could come in that you will use discernment. We will talk about this in part four, but we have to be, we have to open, we have to clean out the cobwebs. We have to clean out the cobwebs for the intuition to come through, right? So if the higher mind is blocked, right? If it's blocked, then the intuition doesn't have, you know, it's like um, um, the vision I'm getting right now is like electricity. Like somebody calls you on the phone and it has to go through like all the electricity to like make it to you, right? So people that are cut off from the higher mind, they don't get the phone call. They don't get the phone call from the intuition. They don't. And so people that are like, how do I access my intuition? Well, you got to clean out the cobwebs from the higher mind, you have to actually open your mind to new ideas, right? Kind of like what you guys are doing right now, coming to a class, right? Taking a class, being open to new um, concepts, new philosophies, being open-minded to the infinite possibilities, all right? So intuition, once you clean out those cobwebs <laughs> from the higher mind, then this like rush, okay? I mean, I will literally say it is a rush, that comes through and it's, it's faster than the speed of light, right? It's instantaneous. Okay. So intuition is this inner knowing and most people don't trust their intuition. Even when they have expanded their, you know, they've opened up their higher mind and like, okay, I, I can, I can get on board with all these different ideas, but what happens is that the intuition shows up that communication, 
that inner knowing, and then they still question it. And I know because I was this person, okay? Being somebody who is a triple earth sign, you know, I'm a very logical, practical, analytical person, all right? It has taken me years to trust my intuition. I think the higher mind has always been accessed with me because I just love to study the occult and all this ancient wisdom. I'm very open-minded, but trusting your intuition is another skill. All right. So this inner knowing, and this is what I teach in the, uh, the Sophia rising leadership training that when you are connected, right. When you have illuminated that Sophia light by connecting the rainbow bridge to the higher and lower self, what happens for you is so transformational that the way that you start communicating, it comes so divinely through you. So I've had people tell me on numerous occasions, my graduating, my graduate students say like, I don't even have to think about what to post on social media. It just comes through me. It's literally like divine, da, 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 done, right? Oh, I've got to send out a newsletter. Great. Divine, da, 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 done. So it's the effort. Okay. Now I want you to just think about this for a second. The effort that it takes for someone to follow a template, like a lot of these, you know, entrepreneurs and business coaches, they, they, they give you all these templates. Do you know what's happening when they're giving you those templates? They're saying, it's okay. You can, you can block your, your higher self. Just use the template, right? That's what they're doing. They don't even know they're doing that because they're so stuck in the lower self. They don't even see past that, but they think that these templates are actually serving their clients or their potential clients, but it's actually blocking. It's blocking off the higher self. So I don't want anybody to follow a template. I don't want you to even follow my template. I don't have a template because everything comes through me. Everything's organic. Okay. But this is how you start to measure your success. How many downloads, right? I call these my intuition, my divine downloads. How many divine downloads are you getting every day? And that is a measure for success. When you get so many downloads and you don't question them, you don't say, oh, I don't know. Should I teach that class? I don't know. Maybe they won't like that. Forget that nonsense. When you are an open portal, that, that higher mind, no cobwebs, communication coming through intuition, you're never going to run out of ideas. You're not even going to need a template. In fact, the template takes longer to implement and integrate than, than actually just communicating what your, your inner knowing is already telling you. Okay. So we have to learn how to trust our intuition. We have to be so connected to our fire, to our heart, to our knowledge that things um, are naturally occurring for us. Okay. Like, okay, here's a silly example. Ladybugs find me everywhere. I I should start recording this because I literally was, we were in the car over the weekend and we were driving, we're like maybe going like 40 miles an hour. And there is literally a ladybug on the passenger side rear view mirror. And I'm like, are you kidding me? How come this thing isn't like being blown away by the wind or whatever? 
So what do I do? I go and I put my hand out to the window. I get the ladybug and I literally just start, you know, and I, and I was just talking about something very specific about another business idea I had. And it was a confirmation, right? Good fortune, right? Jupiter, ladybug, like, so this kind, so intuition isn't always just a divine download. It's signs, Okay. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, that's very woo woo or whatever. No, like I don't even look at the clock unless it's a double digit or a triple digit or it doesn't even happen. I don't even look. And that's how I know I am. I'm always acts. I'm in divine alignment. I'm, I'm trusting my intuition instead of questioning everything and, and fighting it. I don't know. That can't be true. Or I don't know. I'm insecure. I don't think I could do that. Your intuition, it doesn't have insecurities, okay? That comes from the lower self. That comes from the physical, mental, and emotional body, right? So the intuition doesn't understand why you're questioning it, right? So we have to become in alignment, okay? We've cleaned out the cobwebs. Well, now we're trusting that things actually are being shown to us every single day, all the time, even the crap that is the crap, right? Even the stuff that is not desirable. Like you have to ask yourself, but wait, hold on. My higher mind is activated. Maybe this is not a bad thing. Maybe there's something else that I just need to hold on to for a second. And it's going to be shown to me. So like all the problems that we that we create for ourselves. They're, they're man-made, right? Like they're all man-made by the phantoms. They're all man-made by those, those short-term liabilities, by the, um, the lower self, okay? And when we access the higher self, things just, they feel organic and they feel right. Even when everything's not perfect, so to speak, it is perfect because everything's in alignment, right? It's kind of like, think about your spine, right? If you had really poor posture, you know, you're not in alignment. But when you're connected to your higher self, it's like this. I'm in alignment. Like, it's not, it's not, a, it's not, a, it's not a situation, all right? So this, the third part of the higher self is the spiritual will. Okay. And I feel like this is obviously the graduation point. If you are really in alignment, really and truly in alignment with your values, then you're going to be motivated by something so much more than anything physical. Okay. A lot of people measure success by how they look, right? Look at how much body fat I burned. You know, look at my before and after pictures. Oh, look at how many clients I have. Oh, look at how big my social media following is. They measure it by these like physical things. But that's because they're still stuck in that lower self. But when you are motivated, truly motivated from your higher self or what we're going to call spiritual will, okay, you are, you have a high sense of morality that is motivating you. Okay. It's like that feeling inside of you of that. It's not about, should I do the right thing? I do the right thing. Right. So morality, I feel like is, it's become very subjective 
in our culture and society. And this is where things go wrong. Morality is not subjective because I already mentioned that morality is in direct proportion to how much freedom we have, how much freedom we feel, how much freedom in the world, right? As above, so below. So if morality is subjective, then we've got, we've got no truth. So when you are motivated by your spiritual will is because there is something so deep inside of you, right? That, that cosmic urge to serve, to be a servant, right? And I don't mean to be a slave. I mean, to be of service, to be like a waiter at a restaurant. How can I take your order? You know, what would you like? You're coming from this place of humanity. And this is so missing. People are measuring success by things that are so irrelevant. When the success should be like, how, how powerful do I want to be in this world by serving my kismet clients? My power and my service are in direct relation to how much I give a damn about the world, not just about my, the stuff I'm going to accumulate or what's good for my family. No, spiritual will says, how can I serve this world? How can I serve this universe? How are my behaviors and choices affecting the greater good? So when you truly have connected the rainbow bridge, that spiritual will is the only thing motivating you. You're not trying to reach 10K a month. You're not setting a sales goal, okay? You're not measuring your success by the traditional PL or the traditional balance sheet that you give to your accountant. You're not measuring it by how much equity you have in all the homes that you own. If it doesn't go back to your spiritual will being the real motivation, you're cut off. You're cut off from the higher self. So morality becomes this light entity, okay? So just as we have phantoms like arrogance and ego and all of that, we have light entities and light entities infest the higher self. It infests the spiritual will. And that becomes the thing that is truly motivating you. Do you know that it is actually um, impossible, okay? Through nature, it is actually impossible to fail when you are motivated by spiritual will. It is fundamentally impossible to fail if you are motivated by your spiritual will for the, for the greater good. When you are in service to the greater good, you cannot fail. It is actually not possible according to the natural law, to the natural laws of the universe. So why would we ever bother being motivated by fake money? Why would we be motivated by that? When we know for sure that we will never fail if we are in service to mankind. It is absolutely fundamentally impossible. And anybody who cares to disagree or argue with that then all we would have to do is really go look at how they live their life, how they speak to other people, what they think about, what are their behaviors, 
How much are they, how much knowledge are they accumulating? What actions are they doing to teach people their wisdom? There's a lot of factors here, right? So I'm going to end this section by really having you analyze, okay, your virtuousness, right? Your morality, your becoming virtuous is in direct proportion to how motivated you are by spiritual will. And that means how much you want to serve, how much you want to help change this planet, help to be of service to your ideal customers, to your friends and family, how much you care. Okay, you have to care. I see people all day talking about how much money they're making and how they can teach you how to make all this money. And I'm thinking to myself, do you actually care? Like, do you really care? Because to care has nothing to do with how much money you make. It has to do with how much you want to improve this planet. And this is what is wrong with the world right now. There's not enough people. There's too many people cut off from their, their spiritual will from their higher self. And so they are not virtuous. They're finger pointers, they're trolls, they're monkeys with hands over their ears or eyes in their mouth, afraid to speak, speak up, afraid to see the scary stuff, afraid to listen, you know, to a new idea because it conflicts with what their ego believes to be true. This is about your morality. And so I want to leave you with the question of how are you living your life? Is it in alignment with the truth? Not the, there's no subjective truth. There's right and wrong. There's things that are morally wrong with the world. Okay. So to live in the illusion that everything is perfect, everything is beautiful is to live in an illusion because there's a lot of things going on in this world and this, I'm not trying to be negative. Okay. There's a lot of things wrong with this world, but until we connect that rainbow bridge to our higher self, this planet won't improve. And we can't wait for other people to come and save the day for us, hoping that there's going to be enough of the light workers who actually step into their leadership. It's going to require everybody to do their part, everybody to become more moral, everybody to start trusting their intuition. So what we're going to be talking about in part four is we're going to do a recap of what you guys have learned so far in the first three parts, because what we're actually doing here is I'm teaching you guys not only how to measure success, right? Not only the importance of creating the rainbow bridge, not only what are the assets and the liabilities, but when you actually add up the formula, right, which is assets minus liabilities equals the net worth. That net worth is your success. And that success is synonymous to your manifestation. So if you don't have what you want in your life right now, then you need to go back and look at your assets. You need to go back and look at your the phantom liabilities and the liabilities that come with investing in your spiritual will, 
investing in new knowledge, investing in opening up the portal to your intuition, investing in, in you from a spiritual standpoint. You know, you can buy every business course out there, but until you look in the mirror, that net worth won't change. All right. So in part four, we are going to be talking about the net worth. And I look forward to seeing you guys there. If you guys have not already uh, joined the wait list or applied to be a part of the Sophia Rising Leadership Training, um, I'm going to, you can visit therisofsophia.com. Um, this is truly a transformational program. It's six weeks, it's 12 modules, and it's going to help you to create that rainbow bridge. It's going to help you to find out why are you even doing what you're doing? It's not to make money. It's to be of service. All right. So check out the rise of if you're interested in the uh, Sophia rising leadership training. And I will see you guys in part four coming up next. All right, you guys have a beautiful rest of your day. And then as always stay sacred. Bye now. <laughs>